Life-changing moments is up next. Stay tuned. Did you know that you are making a difference right where you are right now? You were born for these times. Yes, we chose to be here. Let's make the most of it, even with these times of great transition and transformation. In the midst of whatever you are facing, there is an opportunity for a life-changing moment when you decide to be in a right relationship with life. Do you want to be empowered to live more fully right here, right now? Stay tuned for Life-Changing Moments with Sharon Wyckoff. So hi, everybody. I'm really excited for this show today. Oh, my goodness. Becoming the CCEO of your life. Do you want to become the CCEO of your life? Creative Chief Executive Officer? Wow, I think we all want to do that, don't we? I have been reflecting on this for some time because we always hear people talking about the CEO of a company. We don't often say we are the CEO of our life. But we really are, you know, we really are the CEO of our life as well as the CCEO. And I'm going to be talking about um, the creative aspect of this because I think it's a very important part. So we have three segments to the show today. And uh, during the first one, I'm going to be talking about um, our values and the creative aspect of becoming the CEO, CEO of your life. And also looking within for a lot of your answers, but also having the wisdom to look without for resources. And then in the second segment, we're going to talk about the principles of becoming the CCEO. And then the third section, we're going to talk about some tips. And it's really interesting because, you know, so often... For myself, anyway, if I'm going to be doing a radio show or if I'm going to be starting a new class, ideas come to me like right before the class. So new things happen and I have to incorporate them in. So this isn't always polished because I'm living what I'm talking about. And I just want to preface it. Um, I had an amazing experience this weekend. A good friend of mine visited. Uh, we met, oh, 15, 17 years ago when I lived with her in Sebastopol. And then we, our lives kind of drifted apart. And then we came together again about a few years ago. And she visited me. She lives in another state right now. And it was just really like, I don't know. I think we inspire each other. She certainly inspires me to become more of who I am. And it's really great to have a friend like that. And so just before I went on air, after I do, you know, the week's preparation of it, I put down some P words that I think have to do with this, my last minute thoughts. And I'm going to start with that. And one is playful friends. In today's world, I don't think there's two people that think alike. So it's really important for us to find those playful friends that encourage us to be who we are, that um, are alongside of us as we create being coming the creative chief executive officer of our life. And this entails purpose. What is our purpose? And we'll talk about that today. What are the practices that are going to support us? in becoming such an officer. And it takes perseverance. Um, things don't happen overnight, as you know. And in order to really know what we want to do and how we want to become in this world, we do need peaceful times. And the last part I put was really interesting, finding all the pieces of the puzzle. Sometimes we can think our life is going in a certain way, but there's also perhaps a missing piece. And I think a deep friendship um, 
and a renewal of those friendships, such as I experienced this weekend, was a piece that was missing for me because there aren't that many people that I connect with today that are really on the same page. So to have a playful friend to be able to be um, playful with and to have the support of was it was just crucial. Okay, so we're now going on to what I wrote in my introduction about becoming the CCEO of your life. And I'm going to reflect, I'm going to read a little bit, and then I'm going to reflect on my thoughts. Um, So I said in the introduction, have you ever noticed that every person looks at life a little differently these days? And I think it's true, you know. There's been so many new things on the horizon the last few years, and all of us see things differently. Um, I think it's safe to say that no two people see, see life the same same way. Therefore, this is what was really important to me as I reread this. If you want your life to be your life aligned with your values, you must be in charge. You must become the CCEO of your life. I don't know about you, but, you know, I grew up a long time ago in the 40s and 50s. And so basically, we kind of followed as a herd almost, as I've told you before in show goes, I was going to be a secretary. We kind of got into a rut that, you know, that's what we do. And thank heavens I woke up in high school and said, You know, I really don't think that I need to be a secretary. It wasn't my calling. Wonderful profession. I had fun learning shorthand. I still use it to this day. But it wasn't what I was really um, destined to do. So I knew that teaching was. And I've never regretted that decision, that changing moment of my life, a life-changing moment, when I told my parents I could not be a secretary, I had to be a teacher. And when we do that, we sometimes can receive some backlash that the people in our life want us to be like we've always been. And so they're going to say, oh, you really don't want to do that. You know, why don't you continue to be a secretary or why don't you do this? So we have to truly stand strong in our own values. And at the very end of my program description on the website, the BBS website, I put down um, that during this program, I'm going to share some life-changing moments that I've experienced on my path along the lines of discernment, discipline, disconnection, disloyalty, disobedience, decisions, and designing and dedication. And I want to speak right now about disloyalty and disobedience. Um, Touchy subject. A few years back, I was in a beautiful spiritual community. And I had been in the teaching for a number of years, and then I moved into the community. And it was just such a dear place to me. But as the years went on, there wasn't a resonance anymore. And I almost left the community in a very short notice. And then someone talked me into staying. And I I allowed it to be because I allowed her truth to be greater than my truth because I thought she was more spiritual. And so another year went by and then some incidences happened and all of a sudden there was a knowing in my body. And my mind hadn't caught up with it, but I still followed the body and said, no, I'm leaving. And it felt disloyal to the guru I was with for a while. It felt I was being disobedient, but really I was being true to myself. So I think it's a very important aspect to look at, you know, 
if there's any feelings within yourself that, you know, you want to do something very much, you want to be that CCEO, the creative chief executive officer of your life. But things are coming up that it might be disloyal to someone. It might be disobeying someone. I think we have to go in. This is where the trust comes of who we are, trusting ourselves and giving us time as I often speak of, of going into nature to reflect so that we can hear our inner voice and also playful friends. You know, I think um, I'm sensing my energy is different. I think I've had this wonderful weekend. And also when my friend was here, we connected with a neighbor uh, of mine here and he brought in such a beautiful aspect of um, truth too. That, you know, the three of us just resonated in this and it happened just be prior all day, actually, today, prior to the show. So I'm sensing my energy is a little bit up, a little bit higher and playful friends. We need our playful friends. So I wanted to share that about that. Um And then knowing your values, we're going to talk about that in the next segment. So important, knowing your purpose. And then the next section I wrote about was the creativity. Um, well, I, as I said, I prefer the creative chief executive officer rather than just the CEO because creativity plays such an important part in it. In today's world, the The atmosphere, I think, the environment on the planet for us to be creative is just so ripe. Doing the same O, same O is not going to get us, I think, uh, into a better situation, into a new situation. It's not going to take advantage of the amazing energies that are coming toward the planet that are for wholeness, that are for balance that are for um, our uniqueness to shine. So we have to really be creative in our own lives to think outside the box, to think in a different way so that we can be and act in a different way. So creativity is very important. Then I went on to read, uh, to write another paragraph, which I'm going to bring into the program because I want to discuss that too. <laughs> Excuse me. In today's world, one, when one declares that he, she is the CEO of their life, the impact is huge. And I want to just paraphrase here saying, It is a life-changing moment when we say, ha, we are the CEO of our life. We are the CCEO, the Creative Chief Executive Officer. This means then that the person will not be looking outside of himself or herself for others to lead the way. She or he will be looking inside to see what her next move is. In addition, she will not be sitting back and allowing choices to be made for her by others. I want to speak about that so many times. If we do not speak up, things are happen to us by default. You know, we don't really say, yes, I'm going to do this. We just don't say anything. And so then life happens. So someone who's a CCEO of their life is not going to let that happen. She will not be sitting back and allowing choices to be made for her by others, saying, it's for your own good. Have you heard that before? I certainly have. You know, we're doing it this way. It's for our own good, for your own good. She will know she is free and able to make her life exactly what she envisions for it. And also, my friend and I were talking this weekend about moving beyond what is happening right now in our life. For example, if we want to perhaps move somewhere, we're not going to allow, oh, you know, I can't move right now because of ABC. 
or I don't have this, so I can't move. We are really going to look at the possibilities and be free to make those decisions. So being a creative chief executive officer puts us in the seat. We're running the game, puts us in the driver's seat, as my teacher would say, puts us in uh, in control of what we're going to do. And it's a proactive way of being, a very proactive way of moving forward. Oh, there's so much to talk about. The next part of it, um, and this is the last part for this section, which is also, I think, so important. In addition, she is going to be wise enough to know that there are others on the planet that may have an expertise that she can benefit from. So her discernment is keen and she is open to the wisdom of others. She also knows that she has the access to the divine and that whatever needs to be known at any one time will be known. So here again, I bring come back to some principles that are just so important. Taking time out for yourself. To be alone in a home or in nature is so important because when you are surrounded by distractions, when you are surrounded by other people's energies, your energy isn't able to truly be fully there for you because you're kind of overshadowed. So we do want to take that time for ourselves and then know who it is we want to listen to, you know. Uh, We may want a health professional. And do we go to health professional A or B? Here's where the discernment comes in. Here's where we need the time alone. There are people on the planet that are always before us and those behind. Um, My friend allowed me to do a um, Qigong healing on her today, and it helped me to finish the second level of my Qigong teaching. And um, it's very exciting because I love this new Qigong that I have found. If you're interested, it's springforestqigong.com, the work of Master Lin. It's healing for myself. It actually got me out of a health issue that came up last year. When carbon dioxide had come to live in my house, which I didn't know about for seven months, it was very scary. And luckily, I was guided to do different things. And then I found Spring Forest Qigong. And one week of meditation and healing from them put me in a whole new place and the headaches left. So it was wonderful. So we have to know that there are choices that we have to make and there are um, opportunities for us there are resources we don't have to go our way all alone but we have to be discerning as to who we want to listen to who we do not want to listen to and again some of these words i was going to share with you at the end disloyalty disobedience discernment there's another one discernment and decisions. Making a decision, it did not take me, well, when I was in August, I was feeling so bad. I had headaches and I hardly ever have headaches. And I had to make a decision very quickly of what I was going to be doing. So I got on the internet one morning, I think it was a Monday morning, and uh, the 23rd of August, I know that either Monday or Tuesday, and I thought, I've got to find, I've got to find a solution. And luckily, I found Spring Forest Qigong and made the decision right there to have a healing on Friday. And that's when my life changed dramatically. Okay, so those are the things that I wanted to share. And we're going into a break right now. And I just love the format that Don and I have kind of my, the manager here of, of BBS radio along with his brother, Doug. Um, we found a way of playing some music, a very soft, you know, usually instrumental music. 
for a minute or two during the, the segment breaks. And I feel this is so important because we can only take in so much knowledge at one time. And then we have to make it your, your, we have to reflect and make it our own knowledge. And so I'm never trying to tell you to do A, B, C, or D, unless I really find, you know, something that's worked for me, I'll share it. But I want you to just take in perhaps what you've heard this first segment about becoming the CCEO, the creative chief executive officer of your life. And reflecting on that, you know, what does it mean for you to actually make a decision to have a life-changing moment now to become the CCEO of your life? What does that mean? If you don't know what it means, maybe you want to take a step into um, going into nature and reflecting on your own, talking to a friend, someone that really hears you and gets you. So during these two minutes of a break, I just invite you to reflect on where you are at becoming the CCEO of your life, the Creative Chief Executive Officer. And I'll be back in two minutes. Find it difficult to be present to all that is going on in the world today? Would you like to recreate your way of being in the world? The way you look at life? Sharon Ann Wyckoff offers a four-week class introducing participants to a variety of simple practices that help you stay positive, allowing fears and negative emotions to dissipate. Learn to operate in a whole new realm, one of peace contentment, and gratitude. During this class, you'll learn about meditation, chanting, prayer, and mantra, as well as special Qigong practices of color and sound to open the channels in all the organ systems of your body, allowing for health and wellness. Visit theartoflivinglife.org for more details on her May class, meditation, mantras, and more. Take action and make a change today that can shift the way you look at life, the way you live life, and the way you see yourself. 
Visit theartoflivinglife.org and sign up today. So welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is segment two of Life-Changing Moments. I'm Sharon Ann Wyckoff and just delighted to be here with you for this program. Today, I'm, uh, this, during this segment, I'm talking about the principles of becoming the CCEO of your life, the creative chief executive officer. So there's going to be 12 of them. And uh, the first one is to know your purpose. What is your purpose? What do you want to do? Uh, perhaps your purpose is really being a great parent right now in your life. Perhaps you're at the stage where you really want to make a difference on the planet, difference on the planet. Perhaps you are uh, writing a book and your purpose is to get this book out. So you want to know your purpose. And, uh, often what I do is I write down, I'll talk about that a little bit later, creating a vision statement of what I see that I want, um, in the world. And my mission is how do I fulfill that? So you want to know your purpose and you want to know the end result of what you want. For example, parenting, you want to raise a self-sufficient, um, beautiful, compassionate human being, or you want to complete your book. My pat, my, my mission has been for a long time, um, is to really truly make a difference on the planet and it's shifted. Uh, the last three years, it shifted a little bit compared to what it was before. For many years, I was doing solely parenting, uh, parenting classes and that. Uh, but now I believe it's really the practices that are so important for us to embrace because if we don't have certain practices, uh, for our life, we can allow the distraction of the world to really take over. So we have to know our purpose. And it can change. And, and the end result. And then know your values. What values do you stand for? And again, things can shift a little bit. Um, truth is something I've often just so, so, um, much honor and appreciate the truth of a situation. What is really the truth? And can we really see the truth? And um, also our freedoms today, I think, are so important. The freedom to be you and me so we can be our creative self. So in order to be the CCEO of your life, the creative chief executive officer, you have to know what you stand for. And also in the parenting realm, I did a whole series of um, classes at one time on parents knowing their values and then bringing them to your children. So that's an important part of it too. Affirm your confidence, clarity, and courage on a daily basis. We don't want to get down. We don't want to um, allow ourselves to be overtaken by the distractions of the world. So we have to affirm our confidence, our clarity, and our courage. And this is where uh playful friends come in and it can be such an important part of it, as well as practices. Create a plan for executing your plan and vision. So... We want to know how we're going to do this. You know, if you're writing a book, I remember years ago when I was taking a seminar on, um, actually I studied with the mentor to Walt Disney. It was his son, actually, the son of the man who mentored Walt Disney and took a class, um, IBM. What was it called? Hmm. I don't even remember the initials, what they stand for. Anyway, um, there was a plan. He, I was took a workshop on a book of how to plan a book. And this one class was wonderful because he just said, you know, you plan your 10 or 12 chapters. And from the 10 or 12 chapters, then you can go back and under each chapter, 
make a heading of three points or so. So that gave a structure to it. Um, for me, my blogging is certainly a part of my structure and also the radio programs I do and then the classes I host. So we each have to find a plan for creating our vision. Uh, number six, make an accounting of all that is already in place and going well. This is so important. Uh, again, years ago, I studied with somebody who talked about the importance of looking at what was right in your business. And I picked this tip up from them, and I think it's just so important. So often we are really, um, we focus on what needs to be done, what needs to happen, instead of looking at what is already in place. And so when we do that, then we can get discouraged. We can be let down. We can just kind of go into a cycling that is, you know, I have too much to do to change this. So we want to focus on what is all right. And look at the bigger picture. Perhaps you're already in the perfect home for you and the perfect city. And you have the perfect friends. You just have to focus in perhaps on this book. Um, so you want to look and see what is already working. And take that into account and really honor it because you've already put those things in place. Create a plan for moving forward, releasing the past that no longer serves you uh, and serves your new vision. So with your vision or your purpose and your values in place, then you can kind of see where you're moving forward and let go of the old, you know, let go of the old. Sometimes we can hear a voice in our mind that is very critical. And it may be from a parent. It may be from a friend. It could be from, you know, someone else just that you met in the business world. And so we have to look at that. You know, is it really your thought? There are also what is called thought forms floating around. I, heard years ago that, you know, thought forms can actually stick in walls. And a thought form is just something, a thought that is um, a very strong thought that can be stuck somewhere. It can be stuck in our mind. It can be stuck in the walls of our home. So is this thought really yours or is it simply a thought form that you've picked up? that is floating around and you've grabbed hold of it, we can release those. And put the new plan into place one aspect of a time. You don't want to try and take on too many new things at one time. I often say that if you just change one little aspect of your life, you shift everything. So that is very important to know. You don't have to change everything. You can change just one aspect. And then uh, create a mantra, a vision, and mission statement for your new life. And the mantra can be, you know, something very simple that's easy to say. I am a fabulous parent. I am an author. I actually have myself personally, I have four books, maybe it's five now, that I have written. I've had them on as ebooks, and I really want to get them changed over and put on, uh, put them out there in a bigger way. So I could declare I am an author of five books. And um, when we say these positive statements to ourselves, then it truly is um, encouraging for ourselves. And we have to do have to do that. The next is celebrate little wins. You know, if you've written a chapter in your book, celebrate it. Or if you've written a a, a page today that was really, you know, you really enjoyed doing that and it was very important for your book. Celebrate. 
celebrate the little wins. And the last one is stay the course through the ups and downs, knowing that it's all part of the game of life. Once we decide to go in a certain direction and perhaps up-level what we're expecting of ourselves, we can expect the old patterns to come back in, perhaps, and um, revisit. We re- They revisit us, making sure that we say, no, I'm not going to go that way. I'm going to go this way. And so, you know, if we do make a new commitment, we still have to be ready for that part, those parts of ourselves that are not quite on board yet. And we do have many aspects to ourselves. You might think of yourself as having 101 um, hats that you wear. And uh, you may be the, wear the hat of the, the parent or the author or the motivational speaker. And then we also have the hats of the victim, perhaps, the um, saboteur that we sabotage ourselves. So we have to deal with all those aspects. And um, we have to put the one that is really in our best interest in the driver's seat so that they are driving the plane and not the ones that are more of a negative nature. And here comes in some more of the D words. I love to do groupings of words because it really makes me be creative. This is where the discipline comes in. And this is where the the dedication and the designing of our life. We have to have the discipline, perhaps, if you want to be an author, to write every day. If you want to write a, a run a marathon, you have to have the discipline of doing a practice every day. As a Qigong um, teacher, as a possible teacher in the future, I actually started doing Qigong every day since that first encounter with them in August of last year. <clears throat> And it was a wonderful experience. When I was visiting my children recently, I took the whole week off and I chanted, but I didn't do the practice. And it was very interesting to see I kind of had to live my practice. So, but having the discipline to do something on a regular basis, and now I'm back doing it on a regular basis. And the redesigning of or designing of your life. Perhaps your lifestyle has to be redesigned in order to take in um, or take on a new commitment to be a great parent, to be an author, to be a marathon runner, to be a motivational speaker, to be a Qigong teacher. So redesigning or designing our life, being dedicated to our purpose and having the discipline to do that. So those are the principles of becoming um, the CCEO of your life. And so I'm going to take another short break here. And um, I'm hoping we're having some music on. If not, there's going to be silence for just a minute or two. And I just invite you to reflect on one next step you could take in becoming the creative chief executive officer of your life? What is the one next step? And you'll either have some music or some silence. All right. And then I'll be back in just um, about a minute or two. All right. Enjoy.
Do you want to find new ways of parenting? Ways that are more peaceful and mindful? Do your children push your buttons at times? Would you like to see your children play more kindly and loving with others? Would you like your children to be more respectful to you? Sharon Wyckoff, mother, grandmother, and parent educator, offers a six-week class introducing participants to a step-by-step program creating more peace for both parents and children. Visit theartoflivinglife.org for more details. Learn easy, mindful practices to bring peace to yourself and learn many tips on ways of creating a peaceful home environment for all. Take action and make a change today. Shift the way you look at life, the way you live life, and the way you see yourself and your children. Visit theartoflivinglife.org and sign up today. So welcome back, everyone, to our last segment here. And I hope that uh, the silence or the music really allowed you to reflect on your next step in becoming the creative chief executive officer uh, of your life. And this last segment is tips on becoming such an officer of your life. So the first, and again, I have 12 of these. Um, see, the number one is see the highest and best vision of yourself. Work from there. What is your highest and best? I think this is such an important idea. Um, Sheila Ramsey, I knew her years back, uh, years ago, and she wrote a book. Can't remember the name of it right now, but she talked about being this, uh, being your best self, your highest and best self. And as we become the chief executive officer of our own life, we want to envision where we are at our best. And so take that into consideration. You don't want to have the negativity that perhaps comes your way at times. We all have times of that and thinking you're, no, you're not capable of what you're doing. So we don't want to build from that place. You want to come to a higher place. And that's where practices can come in, either meditation or mantras or learning to work with colors to heal the body. Those practices can help you to get to your best. Number two, release the past, go forward, dream, believe, and act. When my friend and I were together this weekend, we were really doing that with each other, um, dreaming of the possibilities, thinking about what is really possible, and not holding ourselves back from any limitations, but just going for, going for the gold. Trust yourself and the purpose. The planet needs your energy. If you are one that you may consider yourself an old soul, just know that the planet truly needs you today. It needs your energy. It needs your vitality. It needs your work. It needs your beingness to be out there. Our lights can be seen. And uh, my friend the other day was speaking that she could actually, when she speaks with someone in a different place of the world, she actually sees kind of a light grid, a new light grid being created. So those of us that are working on behalf of the planet do have lights that shine and we can connect with others. And those lights can really um, support each other. So believe, go forward, dream, act. Trust yourself, knowing the planet needs your energy. Uh, number four, read your mantra, your mission and your vision statement daily. This keeps the momentum going. 
also, in case you haven't written one or you aren't inspired, there's a series of books. I think it's called The Greatest Secret on Earth or on the Planet. And they were written quite some years ago. And this particular book has three different readings. I think one for, no, the same reading, one for every day of the week. Um, Or you can just find some spiritual material that you are really, really, uh, that you resonate with and read that until you come up with your own mantra, your own vision for the world and your own mission. You can read just really positive, uplifting material. And it's very powerful. Uh, for years, I set intentions um, for all aspects of my life and I read them daily. And it was very, very powerful. In fact, it, that was when I was reading that intention, One of them was, I will always be in the right place at the right time, meeting the right people. And that is how my work in radio began some 16, 17 years ago. Do not allow yourself to be distracted by the 101 things around you that you cannot control. I think this is so important because there is so much going on in the world that we really have to step back at times and, um, close our doors and our ears to all the distractions and keep focus on what we want to build. Six, take time out on a daily basis to reflect, meditate, or wander into nature. Nature is a great place to reset. Number seven, review your values from time to time and re-envision as needed. You may be going down this particular path, this particular way of doing things. And then all of a sudden you go, hmm, something's just not quite right. I may need to shift and go this way. So don't close the doors to possible shifting from now and re-envision as needed. Stay strong in mind, body, spirit, and heart. My practice for staying strong right now is Qigong. I just absolutely love it. It's a practice that I do twice a day and want to become a uh, practitioner in the field. So you can find yours. You know, yours might be yoga. Yours might be running. But find something that helps you to stay strong in mind, body, spirit, and heart. Honor your emotions. Be with your emotions. Allow them to flow through you like a river. My master, uh, Master Chuni Lin from Spring Forest Qigong, uh, on the Tuesday night call the other night said that we all have emotions even after we have become enlightened. And he spoke of this in such a beautiful way. And just know that emotions are going to come your way. And the only time we really have a challenge is if we get stuck in an emotion and we can't get out of it. This is why I believe it's so important to live in a field of um, gratitude, to live in a field of happiness, to feel, live in a field of contentment, gratitude, peace, so that when our strong emotions do come up, we're able to be with them and actually move forward, allowing them to flow through us. Reach out for support when needed. Having someone having our back is empowering. Again, playful friends. Create meaningful relationships, ones that nourish your soul. And affirm that this is your life and do it your way. Again, this is so important to do things your way. So as our program comes to an end, I truly invite you to honor yourself and Truly respect what you need to do to become the CEO of your life, the creative chief executive officer. It may be breathing. Take deep belly breathing. Especially for us thinkers. It takes, um, uh, we can have our energy go to our head. So deep breathing and focusing on the belly is very important. Slow down and enjoy the beauty of nature. Retreat and take time alone to hear your inner voice. 
And with such practices, you may just create a space for those life-changing moments to arise. So thank you for listening, and I will see you in two weeks on life-changing moments. Okay, bye for now. And visit theartoflivinglife.org for more information about my classes. Theartoflivinglife.org. Bye for now. Just say thank you for every dream come true For the light that shines in you As often as you can